Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. What's trending on Money FM 89.3? Good afternoon, I'm Hong Bin Jung, and welcome to What's Trending. And this week, it's World Immunization Week. It's celebrated in the last week of April, and it aims to highlight the collective action needed and to promote the use of vaccines to protect people of all ages against diseases. So in Singapore, though, it seems like there is an urgent need to convince Singapore's elderly to, you know, up their protection against infectious disease through vaccination. And even though protection through vaccination is one of the core pillars of the government's Healthier SG initiative, many older Singaporeans are not converting awareness to action. So joining us on the phone today to tell us more is Dr. Carol Tan, who is a geriatrician and medical director of the Good Life Medical Center. Dr. Tan, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for inviting me. Thank you for joining me today. Okay, so it is World Immunization Week. I just want to have like a background of when it comes to being vaccinated. What is the current vaccinated rate for those 35 years old and above here in Singapore? Well, when we talk about vaccination, the most important thing to remember is that you actually have to start vaccinating from birth. Mm. So in Singapore, all the babies are getting vaccinated. Right. Then as you reach, as you get older, say 35 and above, mm. uh, uh, vaccination is also equally important. We know this for COVID, right? All mm-hmm. the young and the old are all getting vaccinated. Right. But it's also important to remember that when we vaccinate, we don't just protect ourselves. We protect those who are less, who are more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I think you very, very important word, which is the word collective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because my elderly, and I'm a geriatrician, I mm-hmm. take care of older people. When older, indeed, there's this concept of immunosenescence where your immunity is lower, mm. regardless of all the best medicines in the world and even the best vaccinations. The elderly are weaker in their immunity. Mm-hmm. So when we are asking for vaccination, say for someone who's 35, you're actually protecting your mother, your grandmother, mm-hmm. because uh, we bring in fact infectious diseases are contagious. So you may not suffer from COVID, right. but your grandma may suffer from COVID. Mm-hmm. So we are encouraging, uh, obviously, the families to consider vaccination, not just mm-hmm. COVID, but for example, influenza and a lot of other diseases. Mm-hmm. The other thing to note about elderly is that the elderly have low health literacy, so they depend on the young to them. Most of the time, it's the children or the grandchildren, 25 and above, who are the ones who turn to grandma and say, you know, grandma, you really need this. And I want you to live long. Yeah. yeah. And I want you to see my children grow up. Yeah. And that's very powerful because grandma may not understand physiology. She may not understand right. the science, but she certainly wants to keep up hospital. She wants to see the grandchildren grow up. She wants to the children grow up. I mean, as you said earlier, it's it's very common knowledge for babies to get vaccinated. And now that we had experienced COVID, then we realize that, oh, adults should also be vaccinated as well. But before COVID happened and everything, other than COVID, why is it important for the elderly to get vaccinated? I mean, what are some of the diseases our elderly need to be vaccinated against? Yes, before COVID, indeed, we struggled and mm-hmm. we continue to struggle to encourage adult nation beyond COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah? For example, influenza. Our influenza rates were very low, about 10 to 15% right. before COVID. 
But now, um, everyone knows, oh, yeah, okay, I understand about what is vaccination. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are coming forward. And the government has launched really good programs. So I think your grandma or your parents may mm-hmm. have got an SMS from mm-hmm. the Singapore government reminding you to go and get your influenza right. and your pneumococcal vaccination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that's actually a very good move. And it's part of, as you mentioned, Healthier SG. How can we help people to stay out of hospitals? Mm-hmm. Not many people know that pneumonia is the cause of hospitalization. Mm-hmm. We've been tracking this for many years. And MOH, pneumonia always comes up as one of the top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also infections, uh, even things like shingles, we are starting to recognise that mm. these are what we call vaccine-preventable diseases. Mm, mm, mm. So what are some of the challenges that you're seeing when it comes to getting elderly Singaporeans vaccinated against vaccine-preventable diseases? Well, I think the biggest one is, of course, awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, people, um, Most of us, unless you're in the industry itself, would not know that actually there's been great development in the number of vaccines, Mm. safe vaccines that have been developed, and now it's vaccine-preventable. For example, for the 35s and above, Mm. did you know there is a vaccine to prevent cervical cancer? Mm, Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, that just came out, and the the younger kids who are still in school, uh, they are getting it, but there's a whole generation of people who have not received uh, the for cervical cancer. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, so cancer is preventable mm-hmm. uh, through a vaccine. Uh, obviously, COVID is. Uh, influ- a lot of people say, oh, I don't travel, so I don't need the influenza mm. vaccine. But actually, uh, the borders are open. Mm. Uh, so even if you don't travel, travelers are coming yeah. into us. And influenza is with us. Uh, then for pneumococcal, uh, pneumonia, which is a bacteria, mm-hmm. uh, people don't remember don't that there are actually two vaccines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, so there's all these awareness issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, trying to make it easy uh, in countries uh, in the world, you can literally, the vaccines will come to your workplace or you can go to somewhere easy. And I think the Singapore government did a wonderful job with COVID. They made mm-hmm. it more accessible. Right. So you could really trot into your neighbourhood mm-hmm. uh, and the CC and get your vaccines there. I run mobile clinics and mm. it's been so much better. We literally park at the bottom of the HDB oh. flat and come down. Okay. And like it. So we make it accessible yeah. for you to get it. Yeah. So I guess there is no excuse for people to say, yes. oh, it's so hard to get vaccines. It is easily accessible. But what are some of the ground-up initiatives available here in Singapore? Uh, well, I think one of the biggest ground-up initiatives is for our community leaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I work with BWOs. Uh, I work with Lions Befrienders and we mm-hmm. work with uh, People's Associations. So we have lay people who have come forward to say, I want to learn about vaccines and I want to share that knowledge with my neighbours, you know, my family members, the seniors uh, living among us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been the best ground-up initiative when the community comes forward and says, I put up my hand, I want to learn more. Mm-hmm. Yeah? The second one is I think we have moved away from hospitals uh, right, right back down to the community. And the community has embraced this too. So, for example, I work with uh, People's Association and they open up our, uh, their RCs and CCs to us so that we can bring it to the people. Mm. Uh, I think also the fact that, I mean, if I might say, I think, I think the media plays a very, very important role. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for us as doctors, we have learned how to not speak goop <laughs> and use up multi-syllable. And, and I think the, the best, I've always told myself that doctors 
the worst communicators because yeah. we do make it over complicated. Mm-hmm. I think for for that the media has come forward and it's the best ground up initiative that we are all collectively to, mm-hmm. to use your phrase come together to say we've got to do something about this because as you know we are facing another round of uh, COVID yeah. right? and the hospitals are full and we must find ways to help each other to keep especially our elderly and the more vulnerable out of hospital. Of course, of course. So what are some of the responsibilities that elderly need to make sure they have or know of the protective measures against vaccine-preventable diseases? Well, I think the most important thing is to find your neighborhood um, family physician, mm. for example, or remind your doctor. I mean, doctors are busy, mm-hmm. and as we all are. And as your doctor is measuring your blood pressure, ask your doctor, right? Mm-hmm. What vaccines do I need? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we are very busy, firefighting, so we are worrying about your blood pressure, your diabetes and this and that. Ask your doctor, take the step and ask him and say, mm-hmm. do I need any vaccines? Just to prompt it, yeah? And to mm-hmm. get the system going. I think the second thing is to remember that vaccines are not the magic shield mm-hmm. yeah, where it can kill every single right. thing. We have to take ownership ourselves. Mm-hmm. For the for things like COVID, continue to wear your mask. Mm-hmm. But for other disease, for all infectious disease, I think good health is very important. We mm-hmm. are seeing vitamin D deficiency now, and people are not eating healthy. Control your high blood pressure. Control your diabetes. Just keep healthy. Drink lots of fluids. Um, mm-hmm. All these other things are equally important. Mm-hmm. We remind our elderly, especially, think of it as that your that your the best way is like a more natural way that you have a natural that you build your natural immunity. Mm-hmm. Your blood cells are your soldiers. Mm-hmm. And you have to make sure that your soldiers are healthy, right? Yeah. Your, your body's white blood cells and you have to fight the enemy outside so which is all the contagious infectious diseases and you have to fight the enemy within mm-hmm. because uh, for some diseases some vaccine preventable diseases the enemy is already in our body mm-hmm. and very quickly now we're almost out of time but how can we spread awareness how can we help our elderly what are some of the things we can also help our elderly to get vaccinated well, I think for the for the younger generation, go mm-hmm. on the web, mm-hmm. go on the good websites like CBC, like a Health Promotion Board, and learn about all the vaccines. And I think for the younger generation especially, uh, it is for us to learn about it so that we can be the ambassadors equivalent and to reach out to our family members who may not be so well mm-hmm. aware and then uh, guide them into what is available. And what's good, really good for elderly especially is mm-hmm. that uh, the government has put in a lot of money, so it's very affordable right. as well for many of the vaccines. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Tan, for joining me today. Thank you very much. Thank you. We've been speaking with Dr. Kara Tan, who is a geriatrician uh, and medical director of the Good Life Medical Center. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.